you as a homeowner have to communicate what you're upset about if you want to see that contractor change. Otherwise, yes. you're just firing them and they're gonna be they're gonna have no reason, have no idea why, yes. and there there's more, I think, likelihood of there being a lawsuit. This is the Contractor Files Podcast. Your hosts, Ethan McNeil and Trent Keith, take a deep dive into the construction and remodeling industry to uncover keys to success and pitfalls to avoid. Alright, we're back again. Yep, welcome to this podcast episode. When should you fire your contractor? Wow. <laughs> so we went over when to hire a contractor. No. No, red flags. <laughs> red flags. Red flags. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I think this actually came from that episode we talked about that it might oh, might be a good right. podcast. Yeah. But now that we're starting off on this, I'm a little bit worried because, man, that's a that's a very weighty topic. When should you fire your contractor? That's like a when should you fire your employee? I think. Um, it's true. I think everybody's gonna love this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, even though Ethan and I like to tell you things to make your business better and and your projects better. We really don't want you to come down to having to fire people. No. But there is a time that it's got to be done, yes. right? Yep. So um, uh, let's start with, I'm going to say my first one would be when they stop answering your calls. Mm. Right? So if if you're working on a project yep. and like you keep having issues, you keep having things come up, and you call them, they won't answer. You call them, they won't answer. You leave a message, you leave yep. text messages, voicemails, they won't call you back. Yep. Then, unfortunately, you're probably at the point where you need to fire them. Now, I don't yes. mean call them 10 times in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> because they may be in the middle of something. Yes. But I mean, if you leave them messages and they don't call you back in a decent amount of time, yep. then there's going to come a point where if you can't communicate, you can't keep the job going. Yes. So you need to fire them. Yes. Yeah. Um, along with that and <clears throat> is uh, unreasonable delays um, in your yes. job. And hopefully you can catch this because it seems like if there's a contractor that's going to delay something... It, it happens on every job, and it's like a uh, what's a, a chronic disease <laughs> for them. Um, so if you have, if you think your contractor sh- suffers from this, <laughs> um, it is much better to catch it at the beginning. Um, if they just keep pushing you off, pushing you off, pushing you off, and don't have a good reason for it. Um, then the, I would I would go with somebody else. And then if you're in the middle of a job and they started it and then they are just taking forever to get back, um, I would let them go. But the problem with that is it gets a lot more messy once they start. Um, you've got money involved usually, you've got materials involved, you've got unfinished work, hopefully you're, yeah, it gets it gets into a real mess at that point. So it's better to catch that thing, that un, um, unreasonable delay problem um, before they start but if you are in the middle of it and it has been uh, really bad they they showed up then they didn't show up forever and their excuses are not good um, then I would probably it depends on where you're at it's all it's all your 
it's all dependent on where you're at in the money situation, but I would probably try and find somebody else to do yeah. the job. You know, I'm gonna piggyback on that because one of my topics uh, was list that I listed was if they keep leaving your job to do other jobs. And so, mm-hmm. like if um, they've started your job and they'll get a little bit done and they say, well, we've got to work in another place for a week and they go for a yeah. week and then they come back and work for a few days. Well, we got another job to do for a few days and they leave and come back. If they if they get to the point to where they consistently don't want to be at your job and they're not making any headway, mm-hmm. then unfortunately, you're probably going to have to move on from them. Yes. Um, the catch is going to be what Ethan said about how much money you have wrapped up, where you're at in the project. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of times homeowners can be very nervous because you have to pay money up front to right. get a contractor started. Everything costs so much anymore. Mm-hmm. They have to have some upfront money to get materials ordered and get going. Um, but you really need a very specific breakdown of how mm-hmm. that's going to go. Exactly. Because if you pay them money up front, then obviously you let them work that money out until they get to the end of that money. And if it's not working, then that's when you need to move on to somebody else. But um, the chances of firing them partway through the process and getting any of your money back is pretty slim. I mean, you can take Mm -hmm. them to court and things. There's there's a lot of alternative methods, but uh, more than likely you're not gonna get all your money back. And if you do, you're gonna spend it on attorney fees Mm -hmm. uh, in the process. So. Just be wise about how you yeah. do your draws and make exactly. sure that you're staying on the same page with the project and the timeline of that project. Yes. Yeah, because unfortunately, like Trent's saying, nobody really wants to go to court and have to take the contractor to court. No. Um, so that money is really, it is your leverage and it is <clears throat> it is normally the best way to settle something. Um, Yes, you, you, if it's a large project, you're probably gonna to have to pay some money um, up front to order special order items, materials and stuff. But I would say like after that initial part, you should know where things are going. And if you feel like your contractor is somebody that is not doing a good job, is not um, staying on the job like we're talking about or has repeated offenses of anything else, um, that money is your negotiating tool. I mean, it is, if they ask for a draw, that is your point where you say, hey, look, I have talked to you about this and this and this. I'm not happy with this and this. I will give you money. I'm not gonna hang you out to dry, but I wanna see progress made on my job or I wanna see this. And if they say, well, we can't order materials unless you give us another draw, uh, that's not a good sign (laughs) because most contractors have lines of credits with their suppliers. They more than likely they have lines of credits with like Lowe's and 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 uh, local hardwares and stuff like that. So if they can't get what they need to get to a point where they can get another draw, then that is a, that's a bad sign um, that maybe they're not handling the money correctly. Yeah. But just remember, like don't. I'm also coming from like a contractor's side because we've been on we've been on that side but don't be a jerk about the money obviously you don't want to make your contractor mad because then it could it could go south um but at the same time that is almost like your first line of defense in my opinion before going to court um so 
make the money a negotiating item of, hey, I'm not happy, I will pay you, but I want to see this done. And then if there's a big a blow up from your contractor, uh, every case is different where you go from there, but use your money uh, and the draws requested as leverage of trying to get the contractor to do what they said they would do and to do a good job. So that's <laughs> yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, I know um, from experience with this, really everyone needs to operate from morals and ethics in this kind of a situation because really and truly there's, there's points where you can't come to an agreement on everything, mm -hmm. right? So it's yes. like, okay, if we can't come to an agreement on uh, making sure this job goes smoothly, then the next step is we have to come to an agreement on how much the customer's paid and how much work that gets out of the contractor. Mm -hmm. So even if you're gonna stop halfway through, yep. the contractor and the homeowner need to morally come to a place of, okay, you still owe me $2,000 worth of work. Mm -hmm. Let's do the $2,000 worth of work and just leave peacefully yes. rather than fighting everything and, exactly. and try to cheat each other and all yes. that kind of stuff. Because literally the way you treat people is going to come back on you. So mm -hmm. on both sides of it, yes. you need to try to find a peaceful resolution. Yep. Even if that contractor is not going to finish your job, at least get to a place to where they feel like you've paid them up to that point and you feel like you've got that amount of work out of yes. them to where you can leave on as peaceful terms exactly. as possible. Yeah, because um, most contractors, unless they're a crook, once you wants to leave the job peacefully, and if that means not getting to finish your job, uh, honestly, they will be okay with that as long as they feel like you paid for what was due them, whatever it was, yes. the amount of work that they felt like. And uh, I even think some contractors would take just a little bit less <laughs> if they knew you they didn't have to finish the job and deal with the whole process. So that's like Trent said, negotiate that, F feel mm -hmm. that out. Don't don't come at it in like. A, uh, I'm taking the money and I'm gonna be a jerk and I don't yeah. care what you say work with your contractor because more than likely you can come to a middle ground of hey alright you do this I'll pay you this we'll just yes. be done after that yeah that's right which that leads into my next point of when you should fire a contractor and that point is when they stop listening to you mm -hmm. when they stop listening trying to work <clears throat> through the process um, do what you ask them to do, then you don't really have any other option. Yep. And I've seen that, unfortunately, with contractors in a place to where the contractors get so upset at the homeowners that they're like, well, I'm just going to do what I want. I don't care what they say. <laughs> and uh, that's yep. just not a good situation for either no. side. <laughs> so uh, if they get to the place where they're not listening to you at all, then you're pretty much at the end of the line. You have yes. to end that relationship. Yeah. And that, um, that goes uh, into one of the points that I had, and this is for homeowners. Um, you have to communicate to your contractor if you are having problems with them, especially if you plan on negotiating like we talked about into a middle ground of the money or trying to get rid of them. You cannot expect that contractor to know what you're thinking, even if you're furious at them you need to communicate that. You have to give those contractors 
um, feedback on why you're furious and give them an opportunity to fix it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think I think that that's with everybody. <laughs> um, don't fire your contractor if you have not communicated with them why you're upset. Yeah. And try to let the emotions go. Don't make it a big blow up. Make it a <clears throat> a level. <clears throat> clear my throat there. <laughs> Um, make the conversation a a logical conversation a a conversation where you're not raising your voice you're not you know saying things you don't actually mean Um, you know don't make it an argument with your spouse (laughs) make it a converse a professional conversation you as a homeowner have to communicate what you're upset about if you want to see that contractor change, otherwise yes. you're just firing them, and they're gonna be, they're gonna have no reason, have no idea why, yes. and there, there's more, I think, likelihood of there being a lawsuit yes. if you don't communicate why you're upset and yes. try and work it out. Yeah, that's that's a good point uh, that Ethan brings up, and and the best way I can describe that, I feel like, is. Um, if you're communicating with your contractor through issues, mm-hmm. be adults about it. Yes. Do not come at them accusing them of yes. all these things. Just be a, an adult about it and explain to them why you're upset. Yep. I know I've seen in the past with the business that uh, maybe the spouse, maybe the wife wanted something specific and for some reason the contractor didn't do it the exact way mm-hmm. that she wanted it. And so now the husband's in the middle and he's trying to tell the contractor that it needs done differently. Mm -hmm. And the simplest way to do that is be an adult, explain to him, this is what your wife said she wanted. There may have been a misunderstanding, but this is what we need. How do Mm -hmm. we come to a resolution of this? Um, Because it's not going to do any good pointing fingers, try to tell somebody they're awful and how bad they are and how (laughs) bad their work is. What it amounts to is you're trying to get them to understand what you want and at the same time not make them feel like you're tearing down their work because you just want it differently than what it is. So um, be kind about it in the process. And just be firm on what yes. you want, what yep. exactly you're looking for, you or your spouse, your wife, whatever be the case. What are we looking for that the contractor's not meeting yep. so that they understand that? And it, it may just be a complete misunderstanding. They had mm-hmm. no idea that that's what you meant. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I think we, we hound this point. Um, is it hound or pound? both (laughs) Uh, we go over this point over and over for contractors you got to communicate you got to communicate well it is the same thing for you if you're listening and you're a homeowner you have got to communicate go take a class on communication if it makes you uncomfortable but you've got to communicate you've got to and especially if you're upset with your contractor and they're doing something you don't like don't let it build up. Talk to them the next day. Make sure you're not, you know, boiling over with emotions, but just you've got to communicate. It's up to you to communicate when you're upset. You can't expect your contractor to read your mind. Yes, that's <laughs> The right. silent treatment does not work. They might be like, hey, the customer is silent. This is great. This is the best job I've ever done. <laughs> 
Uh, no, you've got to communicate. You've got to get over the awkwardness and all of the, uh, the barriers of communication that are out there and, and do the hard thing and communicate to your contractor what you're upset about before there's 20 things. Yeah. Just do the one. Get it out there. And you know what? You're probably going to sleep better at night. It's amazing. <laughs> yep, that's right. It's um, it, it always comes back to that communication Ethan's talking about. And um, it's not a thing of who's right and who's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's all about how do we meet middle ground and make yes. sure that we get the customer happy and that we're happy and get our paycheck as a contractor at the end of the yes. job. So um, don't try to go into it. You know, uh, there's this thing of people going in an argument trying to prove that they're right. Yeah, you know? exactly. And a lot of times uh, the solution to an argument is not who's right and who's uh-huh. wrong. The yep. solution is what's the middle ground that we can agree on. Yes. And um, you need to remember that as homeowners and contractors. It's yep. come to a solution that uh, is workable yep. and not just try to prove how right you are and how wrong yes. the contractor is. <laughs> yes. And if you have never um, never gone through any like conflict resolution or communication classes or, or seminars or then then we would recommend you do that but um really like what Trent was saying really it boils down to one you don't need to go in there thinking you're right and the other person's wrong and you're going to give them a piece of your mind start off by asking questions figure out their viewpoint and why they're doing something like don't just immediately come out and then make sure that you're hearing them Uh, one of the tactics that people use is they ask them you know hey why did you do this and then they say okay what i'm hearing you say and then they repeat it back to make sure that they understand that they're getting the contractor's viewpoint then give your uh, okay well this is why uh, there's something that you're doing that is making me upset and this is i wanted to communicate that with you because then the contractor immediately lets down their guard if you start off by asking questions not accusatory questions, but questions, mm-hmm. trying to understand what they're coming from. You know, if they didn't show up on time, you could say, hey, uh, I noticed that you didn't show up when you said you were going to. Um, do you know why that is? Or, you know, what, what happened here? And they'll probably give you a good explanation. And then you can say, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So I just want you to know that, like, I would appreciate it if you told me that in the future, just so that I could not be worried about you. (laughs) Uh, No. Hopefully Uh, you get the point. (laughs) There's a lot of other little things that you can um, make as reasons that you fire your contractors, you know. If they're doing something that is actually causing damage or harm <laughs> to your yes. home, obviously fire the contractor. Um, really and truly, everybody has to have their own guidelines of what's okay and what's not okay for someone working at our home. Yeah. Because every situation's different. You know, I mean, I know of crews, and this may sound bad, but I know of crews who maybe do a fine job when they're by themselves and no one's around, but you wouldn't want them around your kids. Mm-hmm. Or you wouldn't want them around your family yep. because maybe the way they talk or the way they act or just whatever. Yes. Uh, um, so you've got to determine what those things are and you got to make sure 
that you um, express that to whoever yes. you're thinking of hiring so you do not get yourself in a bad position of having ex-cons in yep. your kid's bedroom or whatever right. be the case. You know, I mean, you exactly. you just got to think about those things ahead of time because contracting is hard work. Um, mm -hmm. You don't see people out doing contracting wear a suit and tie and, and speaking all kind and yeah. um, nice for the most part. Usually they're a little rough and... And their life's Whoa. been hard, or whatever be the case. That's why Ethan and I was involved. I can just see it's the just... comments rolling. <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those things. It's not um, easy, fun work. It's hard work. Yep. So um, don't expect it to be like um, a situation to where everybody is extremely kind and loving mm -hmm. in the profession. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that goes. Uh, I should have. Maybe we should have started with this. I'm not sure. It's kind of a big point. But yeah, if you have a contractor that is holding you at gunpoint or sexually assaulting you or stealing from you, then I would probably fire them. No questions asked. <laughs> but make sure they put the gun away before you let them know, you know, hey, this ain't going to work out. <laughs> I'm not sure that should have been on your point. <laughs> yeah. uh, that much that should have probably been the first thing we let off with. But, oh. oh my. But no, it's, it's all about um, hiring someone who uh, is looking out for your own good and who wants to do a good job. Mm -hmm. um, all the other things can be worked out. Everybody makes mistakes. Everyone may mess up a thing here or there, but as long as they're looking out for your own good, just like they would want you to do for them, then you can work through the process for yep. sure. One last piece of advice if you're a homeowner and you Google this podcast because you're trying to figure out if it's time to fire your contract or not. One thing to think about is, one, make sure you've communicated stuff. Don't, uh, there's so many homeowners don't communicate and then just out of the blue they blow up as their contractor yeah um but think about from the contractor's perspective unless they're an enormous organization which most aren't this is their livelihood this is their this is what feeds their families not just the the owner but the crew members and so like when you're dealing with this come at it from a little bit of compassion, I guess, from a, a homeowner's side. You still need to do all the things we just talked about. You know, if if the contractor is doing these things, you can still fire them. But just come at, just remember that, I guess, in the back of your mind when you come to communicate or fire your contractor, remember that it is probably their livelihood. Um, so don't be a jerk. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. So don't fire someone if you wouldn't feel like you should have been fired in that position, right? Yeah. Oh, hmm. <laughs> uh, that that it depends on how how merciful you are to yourself. Uh, yeah, uh, that's true. This is an interesting one, and you know we we said some things that's really going to be uh, uh, getting some comments, I'm sure, yes. on that one. But but um, I think as a whole you'll know real quick if you need to fire your contractor yes. or, or try to work it out. But no matter what, just try to make it as a peaceful process as you can. Yep. For sure. And if you're the contractor getting fired, <laughs> it is okay. Learn from your mistakes and move on. Like if, you're, if you have a customer so upset with you, 
you're gonna have customers like that. It doesn't always mean that you were in the wrong, like we said. It's not always about being right or wrong. Sometimes there are difficult customers who just blow up. But you, even if it is your fault, it doesn't mean you have to. You have to go, you know, close down the business. Make learn from your mistakes. Do a better job the next time. Communicate if that's what needed to be done. Do a better job at the um, quality of work or whatever it is that the issue is. Does it, you can adjust. You can learn. You can grow. Um, don't take a um, firing as the end of the line for you as a contractor. Yep. And you know, um, there it's like Ethan said, as a contractor, you know, we give contractors a hard time because it's really one of those things we would like to see the profession be known in a better light mm -hmm. as a whole. Um, yes. And I think we're getting there. There's a lot of good contractors out there. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, he's making us sound bad, we don't mean that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're just talking uh, across the board. Um, but as a general rule of thumb, uh, when we started our business, our goal was to make every customer happy one way or another, try mm -hmm. to please them, get the job done. And we learned over years that there are those customers out there that you cannot make happy. Mm -hmm. Now, there wasn't very many. I mean, there may have been a, a few over 20 some years, yeah. um, but there are those out there. So uh -huh. you just do the best you can. Like Ethan said, if it comes to a place where you just have to stop and move on, yeah. Uh, don't beat yourself up over it, but improve in any area that you see yep. that needs improvement from yes. that situation. So you yes. always want to better yourself, but at the same time, don't feel like you're incapable just because something didn't go perfect right. in the process. Yes. I remember one customer um, that we did a tile shower for them in their master bedroom, bathroom, not their bedroom, their bathroom. And I remember they didn't like, I feel like the tile that they had picked out. And so they had us rip it out and we put in a new tile and they didn't like that either. And they tried to say that we used the wrong tile. I can't even remember what the whole argument was, but we realized at that moment that this homeowner was just never going to be happy and um and it ended up they had a whole list of things that uh, they wanted um done and they they needed the shower redone again and um i think we came to an agreement there and we parted ways <laughs> we did not finish that remodel and it was because the homeowner was just difficult we we were trying we had multiple meetings with them multiple times uh, trying to work it out and it just came down to you know what I don't think we're going to be a great fit and that's okay if you're a homeowner or contractor in that position sometimes people just rub each other the wrong way they're not they're not as whatever detailed as the other person or who knows it's okay move on and uh, don't go spread spreading rumors about them on Facebook and uh, social media both contractor and the homeowner part ways and move on. <laughs> That's for sure. It reminds me of a job we did one of the first times that I realized that you couldn't make everyone happy. And um, this lady had picked out her paint that she wanted. And it was actually for the outside of her garage, I believe. And she picked it all out. And we painted the garage. And when she saw it, she was furious because she said, 
that that wasn't what she picked out. <laughs> and she was the one that had gotten it. And so then she said we had to go get more and we had to paint it again for free because it wasn't the color she wanted. <laughs> so it was one of those things that was like, um, when there wasn't even anything we could have done differently. But what we realized was, and we did, we went ahead and painted it for her again with another color that she picked out and she wasn't happy with that color either. <laughs> and it was one of those things that was like, you know, um, sometimes you just take the loss and move on and don't worry about it. Um, and as Ethan said, like anything, do not badmouth people. Do mm -hmm. not drag them across the coals just because, yes. you know, they've done something wrong. Just move on and know right. you're not going to use them anymore or you're not going to work for that client anymore, whatever be the case. Um, because uh, it takes all types of people. And a lot of times you may just not work good with that, exactly. that person. Yeah, but I guess in this case, though, we're going to go ahead and list these customers' names and their address <laughs> in the podcast notes, so. <laughs> yeah, right. But don't do as we do. <laughs> do as we say. Uh, just kidding. Uh, just a joke. We would never no. do that. No. Uh. <laughs> all right. So, as you all know, Ethan's going to tell you about how to ask us questions and uh, comments, that kind of thing. But I want to mention again, and we try to do this every podcast, but about our app that will be coming out. Mm -hmm. um, Ethan and I worked on the contracting side of things for years. We paid a lot of money for contractors um, bidding options. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is all different software and mm -hmm. different things. And we found training. some that, yeah, we went to training um, we found some that worked, um, but we never found any that we thought was priced reasonably and that didn't take hours and hours of practice to get good at it. Uh -huh. And so uh, that's why this app was created and we think that you guys will really like it. Once it's released, we'll let yes. you know all the details. Yep. Yeah, and uh, if you have questions um, that you would like to ask us on this podcast, um, go to our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Um, don't don't ask us questions through our um, our video chats or uh, <coughs> the comment section on our social media because more than likely we will not see those. But um, there's just too many to read. But if you have a real question that you want to ask us um, on our show, go to thecontractorfiles.com. Ask us um, the questions there. There's a form. And uh, you can also, there's a get help tab if you are a struggling business and you need help. Um, we would love to help you. That is our passion is to help construction businesses. Um, so, um, yeah, you can check that out as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Yep. Have a good day. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. To ask us any questions that might get answered in our next podcasts, please visit our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Have a great rest of your day.